You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Jesse. In the future, due to overpopulation and deforestation, books and physical media production will be halted. So we'll get a future line that's like, Fahrenheit 451, except instead of hoarding books so that they won't be burnt by people, uh, people will hoard them and restore them like people do classic cars more because of their rarity. So this expert podcast practices for dummies book that I have right here at my desk is going to be worth bank. This is Melanie. And in the future, women will get tired of men's crap and finally assert our dominance again. Again? Again. This is Randy. In the future, it doesn't matter how many future predictions Matt D sends me, I will continue to lose them all. <laughs> We're in the end game now. Welcome to the Grolix Podcast. Just how far into the endgame are we? I don't know. But this is episode 92. So we're 92 episodes into. I like the end, <laughs> I like the endgame angle because that adds the mystery. Mm-hmm. What, What's he talking what about? What happens in, in, in episode 100? And can we use quantum mechanics to time travel there? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. <laughs> we will do time travel better. Uh, what are we talking about? What, what, what we're referencing last episode. What are we talking about this episode, guys? Well, this is this is our uh, poll list episode, isn't it? It is. What is a what's a poll list, <laughs> Melanie? Since we both seem to ask the question to dodge the answer. <laughs> uh, the poll list is a list and a poll. Oh, it's a list of books that the readers have decided that they want us to read and we add them to the list and then you all get to vote every time. I think you can vote what, once a week. Yeah, once a week. You can, you can vote, vote once a week for the book that you want us to read next month mm-hmm. and then the winner is the book that we do read next month. But we'll leave yours on there until we get to it. Yep. You can go to grolixpodcast.com and it's all there on the website. Yep. And last month, the book that you all chose for us to read was... Wonder Woman. Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost. How about, before we talk about that, so that's what we're talking about this episode. We're going to mm-hmm. be discussing Wonder Woman, Paradise Lost. Why do I have a much more podcastery voice this episode than I feel like I did last episode? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah, you snapped into I, some I radio voice there. How about, hey, Jesse, I bet you have the answer I, to my next question. I bet I do too. What is your next question? What is the next poll list winner? So what is, what are we reading this month for next month? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I think I understand the question. I think the answer is that next month we will be discuss, we will read and discuss Superman, American alien with 40% of the vote. Uh, we have a couple, a couple of Marvel books after that. And, and, uh, and Deadly Class are on the list. So, listeners, our poll list is getting, it's starting to get thin. 
which is weird because we had like, I don't know, it seemed like we had like 12 books on here at one time. Uh, we're down to, after, after next month, we're down to three. So if you have suggestions, you can add them. You can add them. Uh, or you could hasten the end game and, and <laughs> yeah, see what happens in three months. You could do that too. You could vote for just the three and then never add anything ever again. What happens if when we run out? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. There's only one future where we know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help ourselves. We can't. We can't. <laughs> uh, American Alien. Superman. American Alien. That's been on there for a while. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, that is the Superman book that was, I could be wrong, but I think it was written by Max Landis. Yes, that's what I read earlier today. Yes. Is that it is uh, that one. He made, he wrote that movie we talked about in a pre-show this month. Oh. You could listen, if, if you feel like supporting the Grolix podcast, you should go to patreon.com slash Grolix podcast and you can listen to, man, over. Oh, man. Over 50 bonus episodes sitting there just waiting for you. A dollar a month, and you could listen to all of them. Listen, some yeah. of those pre-shows are actually better than the real shows. I, they are. <laughs> they really are. The real shows, we confine ourselves to a theme or a review because we feel we must. But those, the pre-shows, we can just talk freely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we do. Maybe a little yeah. too freely sometimes. <laughs> oh, A little too freely? We're finally out of Patreon jail, so it's all good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we feel the need to really skirt the line and, and push our luck because, hey, okay. come at us, bro. Bro being we're so Patreon. Much, we're, we're so much more restrained than most other podcasts, though, to be honest, even in our quote unquote unedited stuff. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Just don't listen. You can be as dirty as you want on a podcast. Just don't tell them in text form or the system will ban you. It'll automatically red flag you. Yep. Yep. Uh, so pull list pick. Let's pull list review segment. Let's get on with this. Let's right. jump right to it. Let's all get to our least favorite of the big three DC heroes. <laughs> Is that because she's a woman? Shots fired. Possibly. I don't know. She's uh, <laughs> just my least favorite. Okay. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Wonder Woman, Paradise Lost. It's been, been on the pull list for a little bit. If you are the person who added this, I would love for you to write into us and first tell us how wrong we are after you hear our review. And also, I'm very curious as to the reasoning between behind adding this. I'm not accusing. I'm not saying like I'm very <laughs> this sounds this is a bad way to start this, but I'm very interested in why this specific Wonder Woman story got added. Is it like your favorite or do you think it would appeal to us with the like the Gotham connection? I was kind of thinking maybe it had to do with our riffing on Batman like becoming seduced by Themyscira and trying to sexually assault Wonder Woman in <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm very curious as to when and why this got added. However, I uh, Melanie and Jesse were good and they read this book. And for the first time in over five years, I did not read the entire pull list book. This is the only time. The only one other book has made me as angry trying to get through it, but I got through it. And that was when we talked about, I don't remember, some Star Wars book. Oh, yeah. I was so mad about it. This one, I couldn't. You you said Grawlix this book. I said Grawlix this book, but I didn't say Grawlix. So (laughs) I did read a portion of it. 
and I'm not going to pretend to review this whole book because I didn't, you know, I'm not that way. I didn't read the whole thing, so I can't speak to the whole book, but I can speak to what I did read. And Melanie and Jesse did both read this book. So with that disclaimer out of the way, let's do like we always do. Had you guys read this book? No. And what were your initial impressions? No. no. Nope. I had no idea what this book even was. I had not read it either. I have not read a lot of Wonder Woman. I don't know about Jesse, but Melanie, you actually have read a bit of Wonder Woman. I have. I think the new 52 stuff, maybe. Yeah. After. Yeah. And I mean, my favorite parts of it were the Greek God things. Of Wonder Woman stuff that you've read Yeah, in because general? it was very heavy on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. What did you guys think? Hmm. I thought this was from the 80s. Uh, to, to be honest, so did I. Like, yeah. it has that feel in both art style and storytelling style. So when, when was it's this? It's from 2001. What? It's 2001. Sir, I would have thought 90s, maybe. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty crisp for 80s, but the storytelling style and the artwork Mm-hmm. It's so 80s. Yeah. The hair, man. Yeah. There's the so hair. much hair. Maybe it was kind of a, I don't know. I mean, it's it's it collects several issues from the Wonder Woman run at the time. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman confidential or secret files or whatever. Like it's a couple like p- picks and pulls from a few Wonder yeah. Woman and, and I mean, I know that there was a bunch where they had um, Hippolyta as Wonder Woman. And that may be her big hair was confusing to me and made me feel more 80s because hers was curly-like. But no, all of them had big hair and it all felt 80s to me. Yeah. Uh, George Perez and Phil... Uh, Jimenez. Jimenez, yeah. At Perez, for sure, like he, he was around for a long time, so maybe that's why it's got kind of a 80s vibe. Sure. Right? I don't know. What, all I know is, is they uh, got some hair... For days. Do they have a, like a synopsis for this? Because like I, that's one of my, that's one of my thoughts on this is, uh, this is a weird collection. <laughs> it is. Like it's put okay, together so weirdly. Most of it. Yeah. Most of the synopsis I found for the most part only talks about the gods of Gotham. I think that's what it was called. The gods of Gotham mm-hmm. storyline with like a four issue God, that was only four issues. Uh, four issue arc. <laughs> yeah, it felt so long. It did. Mm-hmm. Those it are some did. long issues. <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised when there was more after that. Yes, agreed. That I mean, I think four different times I was like, "What? <laughs> this is still going." I mean, if you're looking, if you're looking to maximize, you know, your invest, like you're getting looking to get a bunch of book for your buck, like that's the way to, like, yeah, that's great because it does feel like that storyline would be its own little trade. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to get through a book before you got to record a podcast, I'm like, there's still a hundred pages to go. Right. What's happening? Yeah. It's split into three separate stories. They're very, very distinct from each other. They don't mush really at all. Well, maybe there's a little little bit of carryover, but they're completely different. So even if you go to dccomics.com, the actual DC website, and you can buy this trade, I'm assuming digitally, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you can order physically, but it's like 15 bucks. And their synopsis is Batman's home, Gotham City, is being transformed into a land resembling ancient Greece, lorded over by evil gods. And once the god, 
Once the gods of war, discord, fear, and terror combine their essences with those of the Joker, Scarecrow, and Poison Ivy, Batman finds himself in the need of help from Wonder Woman. But when the gods decide to merge with Batman as well, and spoiler. Yeah, whoa. The, that's like way towards the end. Yeah. That's the one, like, for me, the one redeeming part of this, kind of. But when the gods decide to merge with Batman as well, the Amazon princess finds that even the aid of Gotham's other protectors, Nightwing and Robin, as well as her own protege, Wonder Girl, it may not be enough to end this evil reign. That's it. It doesn't mention... That's 70, that's maybe 70 pages out of 170 pages. It doesn't mm -hmm. mention any of the other stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Because the title references what happens at the end. Like, doesn't the, the you know, this Paradise Lost thing has nothing to do mm -hmm. with the Gotham thing. I'll start because I want to get my stuff out of the way, I guess. <laughs> um, okay. Whoever suggested this, thank you. But I don't know how where this goes wrong. I, I kind of do, but like this should work for me. It's got, you know, Greek gods and Batman and Gotham. And it, you know, it, this should work for me. This does not work for me in the slightest. I found this so dull. And part of the issue is everyone is so talky and yet no one says anything, right? Nothing. None of it matters. Nothing of what they say. It's all just grandeur and grandstanding nonstop. And this central idea is interesting enough. Mm -hmm. You know, they're invading, like, they take over the bodies of these, like, you know, key Batman villains. And, you mm -hmm. know, Wonder Woman's going to go. And like, there's some interesting ideas. There's some, like, there's some religious discussion, which I found was interesting. And um, it's it's none of it's really, like, bold enough to, you know be controversial but you know it's not often discussed in like big two books at least that i'm aware of but it's i don't care it's so boring like <laughs> the writing is so boring there's why are they talking i concur what is happening yeah i'm, I'm gonna echo that i mean like yeah this book exactly what you just said it checks all the boxes uh i mm -hmm. like greek i like greek gods check i like batman Check. Let's put them together. Should be awesome. It's not. Mm -hmm. The idea of Joker, especially, but and you know, and any other villains, but especially Joker, to me, letting another entity take him over to you know further. And I love, I do love the bit, j just because where whoever it is, I just don't remember which one jumps inside of Joker is actually getting contaminated by Joker because yeah. it's too, too yeah. crazy. That's that. That's cool. I like that. But yeah, why is there so much talking? And it does. You're right. It doesn't mean anything. It's just blah, 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 blah. That, that has no bearing on the story. When I decided to stop reading this, I was like, is it just me? I mean, I, I talked to Jesse a little bit. And and you as well beforehand. And I knew like you guys were kind of having trouble with it too, that it was a bit of a, a slog. Mm -hmm. it's, but I also looked up some reviews because I was like, is it just me? Is it just us? And generally it's well reviewed, except a lot of people will say the first couple of stories. So basically two thirds of the book are not good. It, they're, they're difficult to get through. The first one, partially too much explanation. You don't need to tell me every character's, you know, every thought and how they got there and what they want to do with their life. I don't care. Um, but besides that, this one, 
I should have liked. And I forced myself to kind of like it, I think, even mm. though it was annoying through a lot of it. But the second, once we hit the second part, I did stop. Like, I, I read the first part way early in the month. And I hit that second part. And I'm like, is it not over yet? Really? Right. And I did not did not start reading it again until, like, last night. Because I was like, I have I care nothing about any of this. That's uh, that honestly, that's exactly what I did too. Like I read through, I didn't quite finish the Gotham storyline. I read through almost uh, like, I think I was on the last issue way earlier in the month. And I meant to, I kept meaning to come back to it. And like, I'd open it up and I'd read a page or two and be like, oh, God, okay, whatever. There's time. I'll, I'll get back to it. And then it was last night. Yeah. And I tried to force myself through more of it. And I finished that and started the next thing. And I was like, I'm done. This is not. And I was telling Jesse earlier in the month when I was like, this is hard to get through because I actually had been reading some stuff, some comics lately. Like I'm trying to beef up my reading again because I fell way behind on everything. Mm-hmm. And I read, uh, you know, I read one of the TKO Studios books and I really liked it. I read uh, Batman White Knight because, I don't know, I published an article about the sequel that's coming out before long. And I really liked that a lot. And so I was like, okay. So I started this and I was like, whoa, okay, this is hard to get through. And then I was even like, well, we're, I, I fell off of like current DC quite a while ago. So how about, uh, oh, how about that Dark Knight's Metal? I'll pick that up. That was a big, huge event thing. I fell off just before that kicked off and I'm very curious about it. I like Scott Snyder, of course, and, and Greg Capullo, you know, the new 52 Batman team. Yeah. I want to read more of that stuff. And I tried like. I mean, that's a big crossover, so it's kind of a cluster to try to figure out a way into it. I started with what looked like the first issue I should. I tried to read that. Interestingly enough, it starts with Wonder Woman and Batman together going into a cave. And it's just exposition and grand, like, here's what happened a thousand years ago and this God and this and this and this. I'm like, are you, no, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I just like, I tried and I read like a... I've read a little bit into it. And I'm like, I'm nope, I'm done. And then later I came back to Dark Knight's Metal and I was like, you know what? Forget all the tie-ins and everything else. Just the core actual Dark Knight's Metal series. I'm going to issue one. Forget all the lead in. I'm just going to jump into it. I couldn't do it. It's the same thing. Like, I mean, and that really just throws you into it. Like you open the book and they're in uh, like the Justice League's in, on uh, Apocalypse, like in the middle of a gladiatorial fight. And then... The, the narration is like, and then a thousand years ago, I'm like, why, why are you doing this? I just couldn't. And I'm just like, yeah. So part of me, I was telling, I'm sorry, I know I'm going on, but I'm going to stop talking in a moment. Maybe it's just like my, my complaint with, uh, blood realm. Yeah. Whereas like, it's just like a lot of big epic story. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Batman white Knight was interesting because it was, it was just character stuff. Like, I mean, you know, it wasn't, there was plot, but there was a lot of character stuff and it was interesting, like diving into like the psychology of Joker and this and that Mm. and kind of political stuff. So I was like, it must just be like, I'm not feeling this big bloated story of like epic histories and Greek gods where it's just like the characters don't matter. Right. But then I felt bad because I'm reading the reviews and they're like, the best story is the Wonder Woman, Lois Lane thing. It's all character. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll try jumping to that, getting back to the book at hand. Mm-hmm. And I think it was too late. I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe it is all character work. I don't care. I think they've ruined Wonder Woman. Like, I don't care about <laughs> Wonder Woman in this <laughs> they, story. They've ruined Wonder Woman. 
she's so boring. I mean, she is yeah. oh, the female yeah. Superman. Yeah. She's so milk toast. I'm here to spread love and peace, which usually doesn't work. So I just got to punch people in the face. But it's just like love and peace is like, I don't care, Wonder Woman. Just, I don't care. Yeah. And you flipped to that part and you're like, look at this. And it was like, yeah, the page you picked <laughs> was like, it's a, there's it's, like tiny little pictures of them in these boxes full of Oh, this is dialogue. so wordy. Oh, it was so, so like all dialogue. a lot of words, yeah. If it was interesting, that'd be fine. And I'm sure it is. And I, I think my mindset was probably just ruined on it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, that second part was basically exposition. It was like, mm-hmm. it was almost like a, re- it's, it's like they were trying to forward the plot a little bit or get you ready for this Paradise Lost story. But it was mostly just a recap of uh, Donna Troy. Yeah, it's like Wonder Girl and stuff, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It, but yeah, it was, to let's tell the story of Donna. Let's tell the story of this other group that was elsewhere in Egypt, and then we moved them here, and then how they fight with each other, and then how, you know, all of this history, and I'm like, okay. So but, is, is that where the one chick from Trinity comes from? Yes. The younger chick? Yes, and so maybe okay, that's okay. the tie-in, like we, we read okay. Trinity, and but it feels like this book was added, maybe they were added at the same time as Trinity. Maybe this is all kind of like, you know, maybe we read them out of order. Maybe we would have enjoyed uh, that character more had we read some of this, but we didn't really enjoy this. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 they didn't go about it in a very good way. If they wanted to make a they should have just made spread the whole thing out and had all of this be the Wonder Woman and Diana Troy stuff, whatever the hell her name is. And then, like, you know, made us care about the metal. Yeah. That would have been a smarter thing to do. And maybe in context, because, you know, a lot of this is pulled from the Wonder Woman series, ongoing series. So I'm assuming if you're reading the Wonder Woman ongoing series, you care about the characters. Well, why wouldn't they just take a chunk of that and make that a book then? Maybe they, it's the Batman thing. Like, all the synopsis talk about the, the that first four issue that's because Batman's so much more interesting. <laughs> well, you know, they use him as the selling point. Yeah. Uh, and then you get past that and it's all actual Wonder Woman stuff. But. Well, and that, okay. So that other storyline, I mean, it's, it's kind of two storylines with a postlude, if you, is what I would call that, uh, the Lois Lane thing is it's kind of like the, mm-hmm. the aftermath stuff. Like all this stuff has already happened and now this is how. Diana is dealing with it or trying to cover it up or a little bit of both. Um, Mm -hmm. So the second story is much more. I mean, like there is some interesting like political things that are that you could even say apply to what's happening now in our politics, which which makes it a little less prescient considering this was actually uh, written in the 2000s. I actually thought it was older and just happened to be prophetic about some of the things that we're seeing in in American politics. Uh, but like it kind of comes down to you've got this you've got the the old guard Amazons who have just run the mascara via dynasty for however long. And uh, and then you've got this other group that's been begrudgingly uh, accepted into the island, but never really made to be a, a true part of it. And uh, so that was always going to end poorly. And this is basically that story of how they have been manipulated. Uh, both sides have been manipulated and it blows up in their face kind of thing. I don't know that I do know, but I feel like maybe I'm supposed to know 
who this uh Magda chick is and whatever the spirit that's inside of her. Oh, the fury. I did not know who they were. And if I'm glad they didn't explain it to me though, because that would just sort of been more that I didn't need. Yeah, there was a lot of things that were going on that I didn't I didn't really understand either, and yet the characters did understand. Yeah. And they kind of gave us this backstory of I'm the reincarnated vision of this of this spirit or something or person and I've been inhabiting this body of this this crazy witch person and I've been kind of behind the scenes Machiavellian style putting all the pieces in play and and then yet there's this other character that's got the furies inside of her or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah, who's that character? Weird. See, they should have spent more time spreading that stuff out so I could have known who she was because she was pretty cool. And she had like this big evil take her over for a little bit. Yeah. And then she like murdered this chick like super easy. And then and then she was like back to normal. And she's like, hi, mom. And I'm like, see, that's a character I want to get to know. And she anyway. like off screen beats the crap out of Donna and uh, and Wonder Woman, like Wonder Woman and, and Donna Troy are just like, blup, we're done. Like off screen, just <laughs> like, oh, turn the page. Oh, they're unconscious. We already beat them. So, yeah, see, they could have done they could have done stuff with this. But anyways, it wasn't great. No. That middle bit. But I don't even know how much of of the next one. I think some of it was just her being her and there was like a little bit of her maybe trying to cover up or deal with her own, her, her stuff so he, from that. Yeah, so like, a, but I think a lot of it was just her normal. Yeah. Basically Lois just following Wonder Woman around. Yeah. Being jealous. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. But I like, that's the part that I did like about it was like, <laughs> was basically the fact that, yeah, uh, Wonder Woman is milk toast. She is the female mm-hmm. Superman, and uh, Lois spends most of the time like hating her because of it. <laughs> like, like yeah. you're so stupid, perfect. I stupid hate you as much yeah. as I stupid love you. <laughs> yeah. Did I mention she doesn't wear makeup? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the very first part. Like, uh, it's six a.m. and she doesn't wear makeup, but she smells great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It did bring up some relationship issues that I think that uh, maybe we weren't aware of. Like, Clark doesn't apparently share everything with Lois, and that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, a little thing like a thousand years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I fought side by side with your husband for a thousand years, and we never told you about it. I'd be pretty happy if I was Lois. Yeah, I I think she's got some cause to be a little alarmed here. Mm-hmm. I mean, not at Wonder Woman, because she seemed surprised. I thought that Lois didn't know about it either. But well, Wonder yeah. Woman has that stupid lasso, making her always tell the truth. The one thing I was talking about to Randy that it's supposed to maybe give you feels and stuff about it, but it did the opposite for me. I'm like, so you can teleport here and there, all over the place, into your sister's billion dollar loft, yeah. but you can't rescue these four dying infants from Rwanda and take them to a hospital. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, she I mean, she teleported there just long enough to hold a dying baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> didn't think of that until now. You know her community outreach type stuff that she does, playing playing games with underprivileged kids or whatever, and all that stuff. 
and talking to the UN. That's good. I don't know why she would ever talk to Lex Luthor. She should know better by now. Right, right. Yeah, there's this but, whole scene where she goes to Lex Luthor for help, and it just, of course, goes badly. This is during the time he was president? Yeah. Did yeah. you say yep. he was president? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, she's like, I need if to- only we had a president that smart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She had to go address the UN about some stuff, but she's like, but I think because of the Civil War, it, you know- won't have as big of an impact and blah, blah, blah. Can we just try to keep it quiet so that, you know, I can get done what I'm trying to get done. And he did the opposite, obviously. And like everybody knew about it and laughed at her, which is still weird. I doubt that that would have happened anyway. Yeah. I don't think they would have snickered about it and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't seem like a very UN thing to do, especially considering most of them. I'm sure I've had civil wars and no, it's not that simple. And Wonder Woman's been on, uh, the, side of saving the world how many times and they've all benefited right. from it it's like hmm, i don't yeah. you would hope that would never be <laughs> i mean like you don't just laugh at an amazonian with super hearing yeah <laughs> one does not simply sorry yeah <laughs> yeah one does not simply walk into the un and laugh at wonder woman i don't I'm confused too because I thought her mom was going to be Wonder Woman uh, or Hippolyta. I thought she was coming back to be Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's that's how that ended. Uh, yeah, the Civil War ended with her saying, "Okay, the old guard has to go, and I am the old guard, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to be Wonder Woman." Yeah. So what does that make Wonder Woman? Right, and and uh, yeah, they didn't address that hardly at all. Yeah, I know. And they kept calling her Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, and so, then she was on the View, basically. Yeah, I showed. I made Randy look at that uh-huh. one. That, that was pretty funny. That I mean, like, because you have all these characters that are like, oh yeah, you would be on the on the DC version of the View. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm like, I read it first. I'm like, like I read him the character's name, and I looked at it, and he's like, like the View, and I'm like, no, it's the scene. <laughs> it's the scene. It's <laughs> totally, that was totally different. That was pretty funny. And that's a, that's when I looked at the date because I was like, wait. Isn't this from the 80s? The View wasn't even a thing. Like, I know there were probably, there were similar shows, talk shows. But then that's when I looked into it and I was like, oh, this is 2001 or 2002. Okay, yeah, I guess The View was a thing at that point. So, okay, I do want to, I'm sorry, if you guys have more to say about those other stories, like, yeah, we can continue with that. But I do want to say, definitely, by far, my favorite thing about what I did read of this book and thumbing through the rest of it because I beat myself up a little bit about not reading it. So I'm like, well, maybe I could just, maybe it does, maybe it gets better. So I did thumb through a bunch of it. The art I thought, I mean, the style is interesting. That's why I thought it was eighties, but the art looks great. Mm. I like the art quite a bit. I even like the kind of eighties throwback hairstyles. I like because the, that's uh, classic style. comics to me. You know, like I like, I like how people are rendered and whatnot, but there was times, uh, like I, there's just parts where I was like, it took me out of it because it's like, I'm, uh, here's here's my notes. It's very of the to- of the times because I thought it was written in the 80s or 90s, um, <laughs> and I said I said art was obviously for dudes. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> oh yeah, there was all sorts of like weird sensual posing and uh, costuming and uh, like weird panel cropping. Like there's this one panel that's cropped. You know, I mean. Obviously, Wonder Woman's costume is off the shoulders, uh, but so they cropped it. So all you see is Wonder Woman's face and bare skin. Oh, yeah. 
They were like, that's a weird way to crop that. And then uh, later on, there's just like, hey, we're going to we're going to continue this conversation in the bathhouse, which I know is a thing in Themyscira because who cares? You know, it's an island of women. So, you know, bathhouse, fine. But like women are probably not the ones reading this book. Uh, So, of course, we've got to have a conversation in the bathhouse. Even when they get knocked out, they get knocked out in uh, these we- in these weird togas that I'm not even uh-huh. sure they were wearing earlier. I don't think they were. And I'm like, why are they knocked <laughs> out in togas that are just barely cov- covering the good bits mm-hmm. or the bad bits or whatever? And I, sp- I think I remember there being a conversation or two about bodices that I didn't think was really necessary. Right. Like, I mean, I guess that was my <laughs> that was my main nitpick about the art style is that it. And it wasn't just, it's probably not just the art style. That was probably, uh, it was probably written into the script, but, uh, you know, it was rendered. So I thought. Interesting. Okay. Unnecessary things that were depicted, I guess. Patriarchy! Yep. (laughs) Yep. Land of the patriarchy. Objectification aside, I didn't, that probably did ramp up a bit more, especially once they got to Themyscira and stuff. But one thing I did want to say, because we mentioned uh, Trinity. Maybe that's another. I do appreciate that essentially, because I know I, I riffed on like she's all about love and peace, and then till then, but she's Wonder Woman. She's she's got to punch people. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate at least in Gods of Gotham or Gotham Gods, whatever it's called, <laughs> Goth American Gods, Goth American Gods. Yes, that's right. That's right. I do appreciate how she re- ultimately resolves it. Is uh. She, she talks Ares into basically taking care of his kids. Mm-hmm. And then when he's like, well, I think I'll stick around and take their place. And then she talks him out of that. So I'm like, yeah, I guess when I think about it, she essentially resolved the issue and she did it by convincing Ares, you know, by talking, talking it out basically. Mm-hmm. And I know one criticism we had of Trinity was that she's Wonder Woman Yet she was bound many times and she was saved by men and like she just didn't yeah. really have the the agency and so I guess maybe there's a bit of that. I just couldn't really tell in what I read because there's I mean there were just a lot of characters and a lot of people doing things. You know, is it like one of my arguments um or or one of my criticisms of this book is that sometimes the resolution was anticlimactic. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I don't know how else you're going to resolve uh, a war against the gods. Like, unless you are a god, that's how you have to resolve a war against the gods. So I, I can forgive it for the first one. But, like, the way that this whole um, civil war thing ends is, and it's funny because even, even was it Artemis or somebody even says, what, that's it? She's just dead and it's over? <laughs> And that uh, that's how the Civil War kind of ended was was boom. Uh, the perpetrator of the whole thing just dies. You're like uh, the Fury Suddenly. chick just goes, Thump! and then the other guy's like, "What? What? That's it? That's how this this that's how this ends." <laughs> Which I thought was a pre- like maybe the most funny meta moment of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then Hippolyta just like she quells the whole resistance by by flying up above everybody with the lasso of truth around her and says, yeah, I've made mistakes and I'm relinquishing my crown. Civil war over. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, what? No, it's not that simple. Come on. Well, but still, even th- after that, it like it said, you know, by the morning, the the all the fighting had died down. So right. they didn't instantly stop. But yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just thought like, yeah, some they of these things were just like, okay, it's over. Uh-huh. I think they should have had more lesbian relationships and then that wouldn't happen. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, in an island full of them, uh, apparently there was only one maybe relationship. I know. That's what it seemed like. I was like, it's weird. You'd think there'd be a lot more hooking up amongst the ladies, but. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 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 but whatever. And maybe it's because they briefly touched on this in the Titans DC Universe live action series. But. Of the character stuff I did grab onto in what I read, I would, maybe I wouldn't, but I will, am more inter- most interested in reading more about Nightwing and what's her name's relationship. Was it, is it Donna? Oh, Donna Troy. Yeah. Yeah. But she's already, isn't she like divorced and has a kid and stuff? I don't know. I yeah. Don't all that. Yeah. All that. Um, well, I think she lost all of that. Like that was part of the oh. recap or whatever. But again, they just kind of like they recap her whole life, but they don't they don't really dig into it at all. And she lived like a thousand lives or something too, so Yeah. Well, I want to hear about her life with Nightwing. Okay. <laughs> I one one thing I did like <laughs> about the last part, which was which was better than than the other parts, she hits on some guy at some point. And yeah, she does seem like desperate like a little bit oh yeah uh, and he totally shuts her down <laughs> yeah yeah that was good i like that humble that bad word <laughs> <laughs> humble that wonder woman make her wonder yep <laughs> uh okay did you guys have other stuff to say about it i don't know so mm-hmm. who do we recommend this to do we recommend this to anybody some feminists <laughs> really <laughs> the feminists <laughs> oh those feminists Oh, I'm sorry. I have one more thing. Okay. The ultimate, the ultimate god of fear. Oh yeah. I'm very torn. Like I like the idea of then like he take he possesses Batman and his fear powers is intensified. So that's mm-hmm. fun. He looked ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like he should look way cooler. Like yeah. He looked ridiculous. But what he was he was doing horrible things to yeah. people. It gets a little dark in that. Area, so I don't know. Conceptually, I kind of liked it. There's a lot about like that story that I liked conceptually. Mm-hmm. I just did not care for the execution. Well, and, and uh, I guess I I kind of went the opposite direction with my thoughts on the art, but I I would definitely agree with you uh, in the art, particularly in that storyline, because I thought that the character designs, with Batman being the exception, I would I would double down on that and say yeah that that was the least interesting of the godify the deifying, you uh-huh. know, of of a Gotham character. But like um the Joker with the snake hair was pretty rad. It's yeah. weird. It was weird, yeah. Um, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, I mean I liked I think maybe it's just it's got that classic comic that classic kind of eighties comic book look and maybe that's just the styling of the hair and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's super clean, like super clean lines, very nice color. So maybe that's part of it, what appealed to me about the art. But mm. I can't, I didn't finish the book, so I'm not going to re- recommend it just because, I mean, if you're hardcore Wonder Woman, 
I'm, this might, you know, if you're a, if you're a hardcore Wonder Woman, this does probably appeal to you. And I'm sure there's good stuff in there. I just didn't, I don't know, have the patience for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I didn't finish it, so obviously I'm not going to recommend it to other people. This is the first I would I recommend that they break it into two books. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't think that the two parts meshed at all. I mean, Mm-mm. maybe I'm missing something. There's got to be, and maybe there wasn't at that time, but there's got to be more like Batman Wonder Woman team up they could do. Mm-hmm. I do I like think. that they kind of warm the relationship between the two a little bit towards the end mm-hmm. because they even have other characters. Like I get the feeling they, you know, they don't really like each other and that's how it's played. Like in Trinity, for example, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, Trinity was handled it weird, but that's also kind of an Elseworlds tale, but you know, I don't know. Their relationship could have been interesting. It's just, again, there's not the little bits of relationship stuff in this. I actually are the things that I kind of liked, but those are like, two balloon or two panels out of a hundred or out of 70 pages I read. Yeah. So everything else just wasn't when they made Maxi Zeus, like just a lackey in this thing. It's like, if there was ever a Batman character to be all in on, on this weird crossover, it would be, it would be Maxi Zeus. And I don't feel like they really uh, capitalized on that at all. And they killed him. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He did. He died. Spoilers. I mean, obviously, it's a, <laughs> oh, it's a comic book. It, but yeah. It's a yeah, comic book. Yeah, I've seen him since, but. Right. But then again, I guess the DC universe has been rebooted. I got to think there's a better Wonder Woman book out there to recommend. Yeah. So I'm I'm probably not going to recommend this other, other than, yeah, the art's pretty cool and there's some interesting thoughts. And if, you know, if I was going to recommend any part of it, it would probably be that uh, Lois Lane thing. But I bet you that was only one issue. I bet I would just recommend that one single issue if it's yeah. if it's affordable to track down. Or if you can get it on Comixology, then uh, track down that issue, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's a lot less than $15. Maybe it's on the yeah. D- DC Universe app because they have pretty much everything in single issues. I haven't been able to find any, like, graphic novels on there, so... You probably track it down that way. When I was looking for quotes, uh, you know, movie quotes and whatnot, and I found uh, some Wonder Woman quotes, and uh, there's a quote that comes directly from that issue of Wonder Woman that is uh, cited as one of the uplifting Wonder Woman quotes. So, I mean, like, at least that issue has some impact, and, and maybe that is why someone would recommend this as a watershed moment or whatever the word is. Maybe they're trying to fight against my woman heart cater card carrying self or something. I don't know. <laughs> they wanted you to have a reaction to Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you how do you feel it was in that respect? Do you feel it talked down to women? Or do you think it was okay? Other than like the art, the, the sexy artwork, apparently. I think, I mm. mean, I, I don't know that I can talk to it, but it, it seemed okay because it's pretty much most of the Civil War was... That was just chicks a, fighting each other. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just uh You can't really be sexist there. Yeah. I mean, what, what I read was innocent enough. Like, it, it was... If there was anything... a bunch of guys and a bunch of women all... Yeah. It, if there was anything sexist about it at all, and it wouldn't, wasn't really even... It would have been some small interactions in the last one where, you know, she's like... Her and her sister are gonna move in together and watch ice cream, eat ice cream, and watch movies, and you know, stupid crap like that. Dish on boys, yeah, 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 just, just, just stuff like that. But that's, you know, 
that's not necessarily sexist because that's what a lot of girls do. It's right. just, you know. Well, girls are sexist. Some of them are. <laughs> no, just okay. It was a pretty basic portrayal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, was. I think that's that. That's that for that book. This is a first. Yeah. Yeah. I think pretty, pretty universally, we're not much going to recommend this one. <laughs> Sorry to whoever put it on the on the poll list if this is your favorite Wonder Woman book, but this was not ours. That's the thing. I, okay, so with the poll list, that's something that me and Jesse talked about a little bit offline, and I, I I mentioned it to Melanie too. Is like the problem with if I'm not saying I hated it. But the problem with the poll list a little bit is we're all like, we're not crappy people. We're not looking for stuff to hate. And if we read something we really don't like that was suggested on the poll list, it gives us conflicting emotions because on the one hand, we want to be like, yeah, F this book. But on the other hand, we're like, well, somebody put it on the list. Chances are they put it on it because they like it and they want to hear our thoughts of it. And so it, it makes me feel bad to then come on and be like, F this book. And F you for putting it on there, whoever it was. You have terrible taste. Okay. Which is not what I just did. But, you know. I will just say, I never have that conflicting emotion. I know. I'm going to say the truth about how I feel about it. And you are allowed to disagree with me. And I'm not saying F you for putting the book on there. That's fine. Put any book you want on there. I'm probably, I'm going to hate half of them and I'm going to love half of them. That's just how it is. Yeah. You just accept it. Right. Well, I know. I'm just, you know. Oh, I think we, I mean, it's not like we shortened our review of this book, uh, you know, no. you know, I think I think we tried to uh, dissect it and give it its its uh, day in court or whatever. Did you notice we did the opposite of what we usually do? Hmm. And when we normally were like, I liked it. And then we tear it apart. And this time we're like, I hated it. And then we're like, but this was OK. And that was all right. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it yeah, is yeah, interesting is how approach, we do that. Isn't it? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well. I think, I mean, I could be wrong, and if there's anybody who's still listening, maybe they'll disagree, but I feel like that makes for a more interesting review than we all love it, and, you know, let's just talk about what we like, because we do try to, even in my case, I'm like, you know, I didn't even make it through the book, but at least for what I read, I'm going to pick out some things I liked. And then also rant a bit about the things I don't like. Yeah. And yeah. So, and when we do like a thing, we, you know, it's boring if people just praise it. You gotta, we go, we go at it objectively. Yeah. I think part of, part of the problem for me was just how this book was laid out. And every time it came to an end, I was like, oh God, it's over. Oh God, it's not. And too much dialogue. That, that's, that's hands down what the problem was. For most of it, is there's way too much dialogue. Yeah, too much nothing dialogue. What I read, like, it but put and me really, in a negative. And it's a comic mood. book; it shouldn't have that much dialogue anyway. Yeah, some of it is super heavy dialogue, heavy. Like, ooh, those pages I seen at the end. But uh, if it's interesting, I can. That's fine. I'm I'm not opposed to reading some words, but it, it's it, what I read just wasn't interesting. Like it was, it felt like, it feels like a waste of time where I'm like, there's some nice artwork here. Let's embrace that a little bit because what I'm seeing in the words, I'm not enjoying. Just <laughs> That's some nice dull. artwork you got there. If That's some real, nice artwork you got there. It'd be a real your... shame if somebody was to put text all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and to add to the throwback feel, some of it, like, 
it did feel a little Marvel method where I'm like, I could see what's happening in the pictures. Yeah. I don't <laughs> need don't the character's internal it. thoughts. Like it's redundant. If you're going to give me a character's internal thoughts, make it interesting or relevant. I don't need redundancy. You're wasting wow. my time. They didn't even, I don't even know if they had thought bubbles on this. Did they? They did. At they least did. in okay, the okay. first part. So yeah. it was old school. Yeah. Let's just say almost, almost all the new like modern books have kind of done away with thought bubbles entirely. Oh yeah. Maybe the exception of Deadpool because he just speaks those out loud anyways. You have characters thinking, I'm afraid because of this. And it's like, oh, okay, wow. That's. (laughs) I'm afraid because there is a war and it is happening and I am in it. (laughs) Show me, man. And I get it's not a movie. Like I, the movie thing is show, don't tell. But that does kind of extend to comic books to a point. There's some things you can portray in the art and then I don't need you to tell me it again in text. Right. That's. That's exactly the point of it, isn't it? Yeah. What's the difference between, okay, like the last Halloween, right? Or the long Halloween or? Whatever. Batman? Yeah, Batman. Okay. Like that one was mostly words. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like that. (laughs) Again, yeah. I. But but that's more, that was so much more a book than any other. Yeah, we've read some super wordy stuff. What's the criteria that makes it? Maybe it's because they didn't try to pretend like it was a freaking comic. It was a book with some comic pictures in there. It just comes down to, like, regardless, it's wordy or not, if it's boring or if you're... Because I found it would be panels and panels and pages of characters saying things. Mm -hmm. Like Huntress and Artemis just having a theological debate. Well, and even that wasn't so bad. But I, the, the gods, I think, were the worst of it, where it's yeah. just they're just talking nonstop for panels. And it's like when I think back, I'm like, the last five pages I read, what happened in the plot line? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. What right. happened character wise? Nothing. What were all those words I just read? Because I didn't get anything from them. They it didn't mean anything. It's just sounding big. To sound big, it's because the writer apparently really liked to write this grand-sounding uh, Greek god ec- uh, dialogue and exposition, but it's not—it's not interesting, and it's not serving the characters, and it's not serving the plot. It's just wasting my time, <laughs> right? And it's covering up those togas. No, I don't, <laughs> there were no togas in that point. Cover- but. Oh, ooh, toga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Wonder Woman. I I like to read. I like reading a lot. Yeah. So. But for you still. No, no, no yeah, it was crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and not to attack the writer. Yeah. Writers. No, I am but, attacking the writer because it's their fault. Well, I mean. <laughs> Don't do it that way. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe it's just, again, mindset or just taste because. Some people, I'm sure, are really into it, really into that grandstanding Greek god stuff. And I like Greek god stuff, but I just didn't really find this interesting. And you it mean was... like the people who like the four endings of The Lord of the Rings? Because they don't exist, Randy. God, that movie just keeps ending, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. It's still ending somewhere. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> One does not simply end The Lord of the Rings. Endgame. Endgame. Was close. It didn't quite hit it, but it was close. At a certain point, I'm like, "How many endings do we need? Come on!" 
Uh, but <laughs> you get an ending and you get an ending and you get an ending. I guess when <laughs> end is in the title, that's what you got to do. Yeah. And you get an ending. <laughs> it's a game of ends. That's all it is. It's a game of endings. God, even now I'm still thinking of Endgame. I, we talked Endgame last episode, listener. I'm still thinking of Endgame. There are some straight up bad edits in that movie. Like <laughs> there are cuts that are bad. Like B movie, like they lost footage. So they just said, forget it and cut a chunk. And I have a feeling that's probably from trying to get, trying to get it down to a three hour. Oh yeah. <laughs> Within a three hour area. Like of how, how long is this originally? Like what? <laughs> they're going to release an extended version and there should not be an extended version to a three hour movie. There are at least, there's two scenes that stuck out to me. I know this is, again, this is not even what we were talking about, but there are two scenes that stuck out to me while I was watching it where there's, and it's usually like there's two characters in a scene. One person's on one side of the room, one person's on the other side or there's whatever. And it'll, the person's on the other side of the room it cuts. It doesn't change scene. It doesn't indicate a passage of time. It cuts, and the person like is in standing next to them instantly. And I'm like, that's like amateur or B grade bad movie editing. Like, what is that? And I have a feeling there's some of that was just we gotta we gotta start cutting. We gotta get stuff out of there. Oh, he's walking across the room. Waste of time. He's there instantly. <laughs> They're superheroes. They could teleport. Between cuts, okay. <laughs> and to tie it back to Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman uh, could have used a few more cuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Not Come the on, movie, guys. this book. This book did. Yeah. There was no Paradise Lost here. They kept every inch of film in this book. Yep. It's, <laughs> they, they stole film it from is, other yeah, books. It is not a perfect metaphor. Again, mm-hmm. like if you were buying this, uh, like anytime I am, if you li- love yourself some Wonder Woman, you're like, I want to buy some Wonder Woman. Like this 15, oh, okay, 15 bucks, but 15 bucks and you dig the story. This is a pretty good. I would not. This is a long story. I would, yeah. I would return this if it cost me $15, <laughs> honestly. No, okay. I'm not going to keep ranting about it. Okay. God, that Gotham story. There are so many pages and it's like, <laughs> what's happened between... Ten pages ago in here, nothing. No, they're still in the same place, ranting. They're in the same freaking building, (laughs) ranting at each other for three issues straight. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that happens is more characters showed up so that he could just get sidelined. Yeah, Yeah, to Tim Drake. Oh, yeah. Where did where did Harlequin go? Yo, my God, Harlequin was so annoying in this thing. She didn't get it. She's just not getting it. Like, come on. She's not Mr. that J, stupid. Like, that works for a joke for a few pages, maybe maybe an issue. They had to but do that still... several times in several issues. Yeah, the whole time. She just like, not Mr. Funny. J. It's not funny, Puddin'. Stop it. <laughs> How many times did they have to tell you? Like, you see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, I'm not... I, I know, and Jesse... Like felt he was he was trying to get in White Knight because I mentioned I read Batman White Knight and uh, I couldn't get it. Eventually, I, I finished this book today. <laughs> leisurely, sometime when you get around to it, yeah, I recommend it. I really like what they do with Harley Harley Quinn yeah. in Batman White Knight, and it's an Elseworlds tale. Mm-hmm. But he does something super clever. You know, our Harley Quinns changed. There's like the older style Harley Quinn, which is more. 
uh, more, you know, Batman animated series. Yeah. And then modern Harley Quinn is much more Deadpool-y and she mm-hmm. dresses differently. They kind of play into that. But they actually make Harley Quinn smart again. Mm-hmm. And I think there, at some point she, they, one of her or somebody even mentioned, so like I was, I was a doctor. <laughs> so like a psychologist yeah, yeah, I was a psychologist. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like what they do in Harley Quinn in that. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Uh, do you think there is, I mean, like without spoiling anything, uh, because it's been announced, there's, there's a sequel to it already, right? Yeah. Is, so well, is it I, set up well for a I sequel? I think it's coming out. I think it's coming out this summer sometime. Okay. It's okay. So the first, that's one thing I was unsure because I didn't read it till after, you yeah. know, whatever the, whatever, I don't remember Curse of the White Knight or Curse of, yeah. So I was like, oh, well, does this like end on a cliffhanger? No, it feels very contained. Like, okay. I wondered. If, there, an, if a sequel was never done, it would be fine. It'd be totally fine. Right. But I like, what's his name? Sean Murphy, Sean something Murphy. But I like kind of the version of the world he created. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited. So you're game to come back. I'm game to come back. And also some stuff happened at the end. You're like, well, where would you go with the story after that? So I'm interested to see where he goes given the end of the first one. And I would say White Knight, it's an Elseworlds tale. It was part of their, it's DC Black Label or whatever they call it. It's their, like, their, it's their Marvel Max. Oh, you know? sure. Uh, uh, apparently one of the other Batman, I think Batman the Damned or something, like they had to reprint and alter some things, take out Batman's penis. So having, they, uh, they went pretty oh. hardcore, I guess. <laughs> having this, Vertigo this, wasn't good enough. They had to have <laughs> yeah, yeah. a couple imprints for this. But uh, this doesn't feel exploitative like that. I'm sure, I don't remember what. I'm sure there's some adult stuff, but it's it doesn't feel like, you know, forced like that. It's just a Batman story. And for the most part, without with a, there are a few notable changes in characters. This could almost take place in regular continuity, but then there's definitely some stuff that happens by the end where you're like, oh, well, they wouldn't let that fly in regular continuity. So, yeah. Uh, Did they murder Joker? I'm not saying anything because uh, that's, I mean, that's part of what's was kind of cool about it because you're like, well, maybe they could like, you don't know what's going to happen because being an Elseworlds tale, there's actually possibly stakes that aren't necessarily going to get reset the next time a new creative team comes on or whatever. Right. Random comic book recommendation, Batman white Knight. I know I'm like a two years behind the curve on this, but, uh, (laughs) or at least a year, but yeah, that was a good book. I'd recommend that. Okay. Good job, Brandy. I don't think there was any Wonder Woman in it, though. I'm sorry. (laughs) Harley Quinn done right, though. I love Harley Quinn in certain situations. Uh, In-house news. I know it's weird that we hold this to the end of the episode now, but I figured we'll probably lose less listeners (laughs) if they (laughs) they don't have to sit through pimpage for 20 minutes before we get to the issue. For real. The one thing I can think of offhand, it's coming up soon. The end of next month. I know that's a little ways away, but really it's just over a month now. So get your tickets. Get your tickets. We're going to be at O-Comic-Con or O-Con, sorry, O-Con Expo. It's not Comic-Con anymore. Okay. Comic-Con started suing people. And I think that changed things for a lot of Comic-Cons. Mm. Um, O-Con Expo 2019, which is in, uh, it's it's the Omaha Comic-Con, but it's in <laughs> Council Iowa. Bluffs. Iowa. Council Bluffs. Yeah. 
which is close to Omaha. It's probably yeah. cheaper. Plus, they have a you know they have a good venue for it. Uh, we're gonna be there. Jesse's always at these things. He's yeah. gonna be there with his Tink Tink Zombie Studios, and but. Grolix is going to have an official presence. We're actually going to be there at our own table. Mm-hmm. Me and Melanie and Jasper and Jesse when he pops over from uh, Tank Zombie. Oh yep. yeah, I'm excited and nervous. It's I'm, <laughs> you're I'm, excited I'm and excited. nervous. It's a good. The nervous is starting to sink in. Like before, I was just excited. It's getting closer though. It's gonna, I'm be, gonna fun. be. It's gonna be fun. You guys are gonna be fine because you're gonna be behind the table. It's like a magical barrier that makes you the authority. So yeah. I'm actually worried I'm going to get really bored. Maybe. So you should visit us so that we're not bored. You're in a pretty high traffic area, so I don't know that you'll... I mean, I think there'll typically be people kind of wandering through. We'll find out. I don't know. Talk to me? <laughs> Are they going to what? Talk to me? Yeah. That's, really? that's what we're going to be doing. Oh. We're going to be talking the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Kind of like when we record a podcast. It's weird. Yep. See, just feel like, just treat it like that. But I can guess. Well, I mean, if they're not children present, but you're good with kids, so. Yeah, I am. And there's going to be a lot of interesting networking that can happen between, I mean, like, there's going to be other podcasters there. So if there is a lull, you'll just get to talk to different people. Uh, Sam Jones is going to be there. So Jasper and you should just like randomly walk by his table and be like, ah. So awesome, no doubt. <laughs> I should walk by and say, He saved every one of us. <laughs> and he's probably like, Oh, god, he's like, Oh, enough of this. <gasps> we get it. <laughs> he's like, it's like, it's like 30 years ago. I can't, I can't walk anywhere without Queen playing in the background. Like, you know, I did other things, like what? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was a quarterback. <laughs> No, you weren't. That was fiction. Jesse, do you have any other in-house news? What do we got? Uh, basically, just more con talk. Uh, I'll be doing a thing at Rainbow Comics and Collectibles at the beginning of June. Um, and then I'm also going to Smallville. Uh, there's a Comic-Con in Smallville, Kansas. And uh, all that's with Tank Zombie Studios. So if you are out and about and you like comic-y, cartoony art stuff, uh, we, are, we are there. And that's where Superman was... Yeah, Landed. yeah. <laughs> I think we actually uh, some of the guests that are going to be there. I think uh, there's some Superman guests this year. They don't always get that's Superman guests, awesome. but I mean that's pretty cool to have Superman at Smallville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I don't believe we have any letters because we usually don't the second episode of the month because we record these well in advance. But right, if listener, you would like to send us your opinions, listen. If you would totally agree, if you, if we're dead wrong about this Wonder Woman, and we might be, I want to know why. You tell us all about it. Tell us, tell us you love it. Tell us what you like about it. Where we missed the mark, and uh, how you're never going to listen to the show again, or or you could just be encouraging. And so, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> tell us your thoughts. Hey, send us an email or an MP3 to letters at grolixpodcast.com. It's L-E-T-T-E-R-S, letters at grolixpodcast.com. There's also a phone number. You can leave a voice message. Nobody ever uses it. I don't remember what it is. Maybe I'll cut it in. Maybe I won't. <laughs> five, five, nine, four, two, six, six, four, two, seven, five, five, nine, 
four, two, six, six, four, two, seven, five, five, nine. Four comics. This is Jesse. It's not about deserve. It's about what you believe. And I believe in Grawlix. This has been Randy. What one does when faced with the Grawlix is more difficult than you'd think. This is Melanie. I have no father. I was brought to life by Grawlix. Thank you for listening to the Grawlix Podcast. The Grawlix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Verbal Arrow Studios. For more Grawlix Podcast, visit GrawlixPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at Grawlix Podcast. We're also everywhere. All the time. All at once. What do you guys think? How do you feel about this? Yeah. I think it was fine. Yeah, I think they were okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, you've won. Oh, that's... I think you have malware on your phone. Probably. <laughs>